Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Wednesday, September 16th, and this is your FT News Briefing. TikTok's global business will be based in the U.S. FedEx rides a wave on international priority shipping, and we'll take a look at what to expect from the Federal Reserve and the Bank of England this week. Plus, truckmaker Nikola is trying to defend itself after short sellers accused it of fraud. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. ByteDance is going to headquarter TikTok's global business in the U.S. That's according to people briefed on a plan that was presented to U.S. officials. Oracle won the bidding in TikTok's global business, but it'll only act as a minority investor. Other companies could also own a minority stake. ByteDance will be the majority shareholder of the new entity. But with this plan, Oracle would independently process all of TikTok's global data. A source told the FT American data would be managed and stored in the U.S. to address national security concerns. The current plan is in line with the recommendations made by the Committee on Foreign Investment, or CFIUS, before Donald Trump threatened to ban TikTok in August. A bellwether of economic growth had a strong fiscal first quarter. FedEx said that there was a big boost for international priority shipments and parcels coming into the U.S. in the three months to the end of August. It made for a forecast-beating quarter with a 13.5% year-on-year rise in revenue. FedEx shares were up nearly 9% in after-hours trading on Tuesday, a two-year high. U.S. stocks rose yesterday thanks to promising economic data as investors bet on a recovery from the worst of the pandemic. And investors will be looking to hear more from Federal Reserve Chairman Jay Powell today on the U.S. Central Bank's historic monetary policy shift. At the Jackson Hole conference last month, Mr. Powell said the Fed would tolerate higher inflation to make up for periods of persistently undershooting its 2% target. Now, he'll be under pressure to show how he'll apply the new strategy to support the economic recovery. Meanwhile, the Bank of England meets tomorrow at a time when Brexit tensions have returned to spook the financial markets. The FT's economic editor, Chris Giles, explains why this is a big week for central banks. What Mr. Powell is hoping to achieve with this policy review and statement really is to change expectations in the US economy. And when I say that, what I mean is he wants people to assume that inflation will not go down to zero or deflation or undershoot the Fed's essential target of 2%. So the whole idea is to find a new way of stimulating the US economy and doing it essentially by persuading people that inflation will be high and therefore spending now is better than spending in the future. What Mr Powell really needs to do in this meeting is show how the theory translates into policy and into action. And it's not clear that that will be very easy to do because it's really quite a nuanced message and really grounded in economic theory, which sometimes it finds it rather difficult to apply in the real world. So Chris, the Bank of England meets tomorrow. What should we expect out of that? What's been happening in the UK has been very interesting over the past week. We saw that the government has taken a new, much tougher line with the negotiations, essentially going for a negotiating strategy that will kill the negotiations if they're totally serious about pushing this through because they're suggesting that they're throwing out the deal that they themselves signed only nine months 
ago. So it's brought the sort of no deal antagonism with Europe back center stage. And then that pushes the pound down because people think the UK economy looks less attractive in those circumstances. So Sterling's been under quite a lot of pressure. I don't expect any new measures in this meeting of the Bank of England. I expect to be quite interesting to see whether they think the very rapid growth that the UK economy has enjoyed over the summer will continue into the autumn, because that will really determine whether they then have to do more either in November or in December. After rolling a truck downhill in a marketing video, Nikola has had itself a bit of an uphill battle. And now the vehicle startup isn't just dealing with its share price tanking. It's down 40% since last week. Nikola is also dealing with inquiries from the U.S. Department of Justice. Here with me now is the FT's motor industry correspondent, Peter Campbell. Peter, let's back up a bit. What happened with this marketing video that's gotten people so riled up? So Nikola is a startup making hydrogen trucks and hydrogen infrastructure. And in very early 2018, they posted a video on their Twitter account of their debut truck, the Nikola One. And it said, behold, the Nikola One in motion. And you see a truck appearing to cruise along a wide open plane somewhere in the US. And to the very casual observer, it looks like the truck is driving. And then last week, a big report came out from Hindenburg Research, which is a short seller who stands to profit when Nikola's shares fall, with a very long and detailed list of allegations against the company claiming a widespread fraud. And one of the most eye-catching allegations in this was that this video in 2018 was in fact faked, that Nicola found a long stretch of road that was sloping, stuck the truck at the top and just rolled it downhill, that actually the truck they used didn't have any power, it couldn't drive itself, and that the video was shot in a way that makes it look like it's driving when it's really not. There were other allegations raised in the short seller's report there were claims Nicola had overregged its own technological abilities. There were claims about the founder, Trevor Milton's past business ventures. Uh, but this idea that the company faked rolling a truck down a hill to make it look like it had a working product uh, is the one that's really caught everybody's attention. Yeah, and it's a big deal. I mean, this is the basis of of their technology, right? And to falsify that is has got a lot of people concerned. How has Nicola defended itself? So Nicola initially came out and said, these are untrue, we'll post a detailed rebuttal. So the the short seller's report came on Thursday. Nicola had a statement out quite quickly. And then he issued a a slightly more robust defense on Friday. And then on Monday, we got a very detailed rundown from the company uh, trying to combat a lot of the allegations point by point. I mean, the, the short seller's report was huge. It was more than 60 pages long. And so Nicola went through and tried to combat some of the points raised in there. But in doing so, it also actually basically admitted to some of the things that the short selling company claimed it had been doing. Now, with regards to the truck rolling down the hill, Nicola says, and this is a quote from its response, Nicola never stated its truck was driving under its own propulsion in the video, although the truck was designed to do just that. It then says the the film was filmed by a third party for a commercial. And then it says this, Nicola described this third-party video on the company's social media as in motion. It was never described as under its own propulsion or powertrain driven. Uh, So in saying this, Nicola has essentially admitted 
that it rolled the truck down the hill for the video. Although Nikola does still very strongly contest the idea that the company has overegged its technology and the idea that it has been perpetrating fraud with its investors and partners by lying to them. It obviously takes that very seriously, and they've threatened legal action against the short-selling company itself. So, so Peter, the FT reported yesterday that the U.S. Department of Justice is now getting involved in this whole thing. What, what can we expect out of that? So the FT broke this story last night that the U.S. Department of Justice has begun making inquiries into this case. We don't yet know if that's at the stage of opening a formal investigation or just sort of early lookings at, but that is what the U.S. Department of Justice does. So if they were to get involved in a serious way, have a formal investigation and pursue that, then there is at least the potential it would have a criminal element to it. Peter Campbell is the FT's motor industry correspondent. Thank you, Peter. Not at all. Before we go, Germany will take in nearly 3,000 refugees from Greece. It comes after a fire torched a camp on the island of Lesbos last week. The move could restart a debate in the EU over migration policy. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.